Hey girly pops, it's Mackenzie and Skyla and welcome back to She Said It Podcast. Happy Halloween! Woohoo! Spooky! Spooky season! The costumes this year... Oh, they're slang. ...are immaculate. I know. I'm trying to think. I saw a really good one the other day. I can't remember. I've been seeing just the most creative yeah. niche costumes. They're like memes. Yeah. And they're so, so yeah. good. And I'm... Of course, there's still like the sexy costumes that mm-hmm. people are doing, but I really love seeing like people being funny and not yeah. caring about like looking a certain way because mm-hmm. that's just like that's just what makes Halloween so much more fun. Yeah, is seeing these funny costumes. I saw a really good costume um, actually this morning. I don't know if you know the movie, but it's the one like a Cinderella story. I saw that this morning too. Mm-hmm. I saw that this morning too. I saved it because I want Blake and I to do it next. That's year. like one of my nostalgic movies (laughs) we're like dancing in the mirror no i love that i know like if we play it right now i know majority of the lines i love that movie and i thought how have we never talked about this or watched this together i love that movie that you you know i'm not a movie girl Uh, yeah Mm -hmm. i love that movie and i saw that costume i was like god that is so good that is so good they're so good i remember i saw one the other day of you know the interview of the girl running in the snow She's like, I just love running in the snow. Oh, it makes the perfect ice. texture, whatever. And yeah. she slips. So they recreated like the interviewer and the girl in the reflective coat. And I was yep. like, this is just so I freaking funny. I saw another really funny one and I can't remember it now. A lot of people are being Harry and Riley. Yes. Which is silly. Yes. Ah, oh, they're just good. I love Halloween. Mm-hmm. I love it. But I always feel like I'm never satisfied with my costume. Mm-hmm. I'm always just kind of a last minute person with it which I don't want to be because I love Halloween I know every year I'm like okay wait so next year yeah I'm gonna actually sit down and plan and think of something so silly yep and then it's like the same thing with Christmas presents yep where I'm like okay I need to actually start early and get things done and think about it because then it's too late and that you can't order anything that always happens to me yeah so I always say next year on Halloween I'm gonna really go for it and then I never do I know this year uh, I wanted to do something that was like I haven't told you what we're being yet I changed yeah, you it did. no oh. I changed it you told that was like two days ago I know. we changed it because I wanted to do something like a matching with Blake and I but I also one didn't want to spend a lot of money and two I didn't want to like buy a lot of like useless stuff I was like okay I just want to have a costume where it like comes from things we have in our closet mm. that's like Super easy, super simple. So, he's being a golfer and I'm being a cart girl. Oh, yeah, that's fine. So, I went to his parents' house and I raided Carrie's closet. And I got, like, she has, like, these pink and black bedazzled visors. Oh, of course she does. Yeah, of and, like, she does. super cute. And she gave me, like, this cute little, like, shoulder bag that we're going to fill with shooters. Oh, that's going to be so yeah, fun. It's, it'll be cute. So, this year's really simple, but... I still love Halloween. Oh, yeah. I feel like I always rewear my... I made this one costume my freshman year of college. And my friend and I, we were going to go as the Purge. Because I remember that was really big yeah. a little while ago. 
And so we got these oversized white t-shirts. We cut them up. We put fake blood on them. It looks so good. I still have that. Yeah. And then we just put tights on. Mm -hmm. And then, but instead we, we didn't like get the mask or anything. So instead we just put like dark makeup around our eyes. And then we were kind of like vampire zombie killers kind of instead okay. of actual purge. But it's a good bloodied oversized t-shirt to yeah. wear with tights that cute you know so i i rewear that almost every single year yeah i definitely wore that last year i want to be the type of girl who like can do a funny outfit <laughs> i just am not i i am not the girl who can just, i like, am i know i <laughs> i was last i think last year a couple years ago i was gonna be tina from bob's burgers oh my god i will do that with you but i'll be oh what's her name with bunny ears Oh, I don't know, but I know who I know what you're talking about. I don't know her name. I'll be her. But I thought it was just going to be so funny. You kind of look like right? Tina. Right? <laughs> and now that I cut my hair short... You look like Tina. I feel like... Well, right now with my hairstyle, I feel like I look like the twins from The Parent Trap. Mm, yeah. When they cut their hair. Half up moment. But I was going to be Tina and do like the funny twerking because I could do it. I can do it so well. Yeah. And I thought that was going to be funny. And then one... I didn't do it though. And then one year I was going to be Arthur the bunny... <sighs> I feel like I have good ideas of silly costumes that I want to be, and I never execute it, and then I just wear that stupid yeah. oversized t-shirt every year because then it becomes too last minute and I don't figure it out. Yep. Next year, <laughs> when we go to Heidi Klum's Halloween party next year. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just not the kind of girl who can, like... I don't know. Like, I'll see all these girls, like, dressing up as the stepbrothers, and I'm like, I, you will never catch me. I just... Halloween's the one of the year where a girl can dress like a total <laughs> slut and no one can say anything about it. No. That's how I feel. I like this funny, funny, no, funny I like, stuff. I like looking so cute and scandalous. Uh -uh. Like last year for Halloween, also last minute costume, of course, like stuff we had in our closet, but I was an angel and Blake was a cowboy mm. from that country song and I just wore jeans and a white bra <laughs> and a halo. <laughs> But I just think it's fun to, like, look cute. I'm not the kind of girl who can wear, like... I can. Oh, my gosh. Now I remember one of my Halloween costumes in college, too. What? I went to this last-minute party one night, and I didn't know what I was going to wear yet. Yeah. So I was Damien from Mean Girls. Oh, my God. And, I <laughs> and it was when he had snuck in to the rally with all the girls and he had the hoodie on and his sunglasses. Uh -huh. So I literally just wore a hoodie and put the hood on and put sunglasses on and said that I was Damien. I love that. I would do Mean Girls. Who do you think I am? Uh, Gretchen. You think so? I think maybe Gretchen. My dad's the owner of Toaster Turtle. <laughs> That's like all I know about her. Well, the fact that you knew that, I didn't even... Like, oh, really? I didn't even remember any of that. The only thing I remember is Karen can like tell the weather from her boobs. Oh, yeah. But that just means you are, <laughs> you are a good Gretchen. Uh, See, okay, that's well. why I like doing funny stuff. But Yeah. We'll think of something funny next year. Next year's going to be the year. <laughs> All right, do you have any silly updates about your life? Um, okay, let's think. What, what have I been up to? I've been nannying a lot. Nothing really. Um, yeah, nothing really. What about you? 
I just feel like it's been like a boring week. I know. I'm just saying. I really. I think literally same old same old. Oh my gosh! Yesterday, my period has me down bad. Right now, mm. yesterday I got home from work, and I had a horrible headache. And normally when I get home from work with a headache, I just take a nap to kind of sleep it off, and then I wake up and I'm fine. Yeah. And I'm the type of person that I can nap for hours, get up for a couple hours, and then go to bed for the night. I am the same. I can just sleep, sleep, sleep. Yep. So I think I took my nap at 4.30-ish, and then I was dead asleep. My dad walks into my room. Are you asleep? Oh, my God. Wakes me up. And I go, now I am. And then he sits down next to me and he's like, you want to talk and hang out? And what are you doing? What's up? What's new? And I'm just like, dude. Hello. Leave. Yeah, I'm sleeping. I said, listen, buddy. I know you just got back from your trip and I haven't seen you in a little bit. But I still have this headache and I need to keep sleeping it off. And he was like, okay, let me bring you some medicine. Brings me this random thing that... Like, normally I just take Excedrin because that always is, like, quick fix to my headaches. He brings me this weird pill I've never seen. And I was like, okay. And then he leaves. And then I sleep, sleep, sleep. Wake up at 9 o'clock. You had FaceTimed me. We talked yep. for, like, 30 minutes. I made a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And then my headache had still not gone away. And then I went back to sleep and I woke up at 7.30 this morning. And you still have the headache? And I still had the headache when I woke up. But then I took Excedrin and it's gone now. Very good. But, oh my gosh, I slept, Ugh. slept, slept. And it was one of those where I woke up this morning still tired. And it was because I think I overslept that mm. I was super groggy and out yeah. of it. I'm feeling better now that I've, like, gone through my day a little bit. But, man, I was down bad. I feel like I'm down bad. I have had <laughs> no sleep. <laughs> I've had no sleep. So, the past, like, how, what? I, see, I can't even, like, think. Yeah. Two nights, I was n nannying, like, overnight. So, I typically, like, don't sleep well when I'm not at home. Just because, I feel like everybody's like that. Mm -hmm. Like, when you're not home, you, like, don't just, you don't mm -hmm. sleep as good. Mm -hmm. I just, you love your bed at home or whatever. So, <laughs> this is kind of a silly story, you guys. <laughs> I was waiting. When I said, any updates, Kyla, you go, no. I was oh, like, God. are you going to say anything? Or <laughs> because this is just, like, uh, Okay. I'm not going to get into the details of it. No. Because okay? it, it's a lot. But, fun little story. <laughs> it's fun now during not fun. Okay, mm -hmm. so picture this Sunday. Sunday night, I am, you know, in a different city. I'm nannying overnight. The little girl, she had like gone to bed. Mm -hmm. So I was just kind of on my own, watching my show, doing whatever. And Lake is still at home. At, like our apartment and it was a work night it's Sunday night mm -hmm. so he's like telling me he's like I'm gonna go to bed early tonight like I have work in the morning and blah 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 and leading up to me doing this like overnight nannying thing I was just so anxious mm -hmm. so anxious a woman's about... intuition seriously is seriously crazy I was just so anxious about leaving and I it's like, why do I feel like this? Everything's fine. Mm -hmm. Like, I know nothing's going to happen. And he just, like, you know, kept reassuring me that everything was going to be okay. Everything was not okay. <laughs> so, I, he told me, like, I'm going to go to bed soon. And I just, 
did not believe him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, for some reason, I feel like you're fibbing. <laughs> you fibber. <laughs> so he had told me, he's like, I will call you when I'm brushing my teeth. Because we always brush our teeth together. So I was like, okay, perfect. I'll wait to brush my teeth until he calls me. Whatever. So randomly, I like accidentally fell asleep. I like fell asleep in my clothes from the day. Mm-hmm. Like phone wasn't plugged in. The space heater in the room was still on. Like I just randomly fell asleep. My body randomly wakes me up. And it woke me up at, at like 12.30. And I'm like, hmm. Something doesn't feel right because he hasn't called me yet. So I go to call him. No answer. I call him again. No answer. I'm like, well, maybe he's sleeping. But even if he o- is sleeping, he always answers my calls. Mm-hmm. I FaceTime. No answer. So I'm like, okay, something weird is going on. For sure something weird is going on. So we have a camera in like the kitchen living room area. And I rarely check it. We only check it like when we're out of town. Just to make sure that like when the cat sitters come in, like everything's good. Or I just gives me peace of mind knowing that I can look at them when we're out of town. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh yeah, the camera. So I go to check the camera. And I see that, like, the TV is on, and he it's, like, on a video game. But the screen isn't moving. Mm-hmm. And I can just see, like, his legs. <laughs> <laughs> and I see that when I'm calling, his phone's lighting up, and just, he's not answering uh-huh. it. I'm like, okay, my gut was telling me that something was, like, seriously wrong. I'm like, okay, I need to go there right now. And mind you, it was, like, an hour drive. Like, <sighs> An hour drive after a snowstorm. Everything was icy. Oh, yeah. It was snowing. It was like seven degrees. Mm -hmm. So it was super slick on the roads. But I was like, I need to listen to my gut. Something's not right here. So I drive an hour. And (laughs) as I'm driving, I'm like looking at the camera. Oh, my God. (laughs) And I see him like, oh, my God. This is like not even funny. (laughs) I see him like getting up and he's just. Vomiting <laughs> everywhere, and I'm like, "What is going on?" And Skyla has a fear. Yeah, if you guys know, which I think I've talked about it on you the have. pod before, I can't do vomit. I can't do it. I cannot do it. So I'm like, "Is he, does he have the stomach flu? Does he have the stomach flu? And maybe I shouldn't go in there because I'm gonna get the stomach mm-hmm. flu. Like, what is going on?" So I show up and. I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? I like walk in and immediately I'm like, it smells a little funny in here. Mm, Something's fishy. (laughs) Something smells a little fishy in here. So he, uh, to make a long story short, is like drunk out of his mind, like so hammered and doesn't even like really recognize me when I'm in the house. So I like basically yell at him to go get in the shower. I'm like, you just need to like, Go get in the shower. Because when I'm drunk, I feel like getting in the shower always sobers me up for some reason. I, ha- I don't think I've ever taken a shower when I've been drinking. Every time, ever. like, after, when I go out and drink and I come home, I always take a shower. Because mm. I just feel like it makes me feel better sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, you just need to get in the shower, let the hot water, let it get steamy in there to make you feel better. Also, just kind of clean him up. <laughs> yeah, just, like, away with you. I don't even want to look at you right now. <laughs> so I, like, look around and, oh my god. My worst nightmare has come to life. There's puke everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. 
When I tell you everywhere, I mean everywhere. All over the couch, all over the floor, all over the rug, in the sink, covering his computer. <laughs> like, everywhere. It is my worst nightmare. And I, I can't just, like, leave it. Because, like, we have animals in the house, and, like, I don't... You don't want the cats eating that. Eating it or, like, walking in it yeah. and then walking on the mm -hmm. bed. I was just, like, I need to put my big girl pants on. I need to get a fucking grip, and I need to clean this up right now. Ugh. I've never cleaned up vomit in my life. Never. Never. So I'm, like, I don't even know how to deal with I this. haven't either, and I don't have, like, a fear of it, but I've never had to I've clean up I've never anybody's. had to clean it up. I'm like, is it a hazard? Should I put on gloves? <laughs> like, like, no. So, is it a hazard? I just have to like, yeah, I just, yeah. I had to clean it up. Mm -hmm. I can't even talk about That's how okay. I did it because it's so absurd. But cleaned it up. Mind you, it's, you know, three in the morning. Mm -hmm. I have to call Mackenzie. I call Mackenzie in like the middle of the night because I'm just, I'm panicked. I'm like, what do I do? How do I clean this? What do I do? Well, and the thing about me and Skyla that I talk about all the time is that we both mm. have, like, God-given intuition. We really do. But I also think that you and I have an intuition with each other. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's so weird, yeah. but we have some sort of psychic connection Yeah, that, like, I'll think of something and then Skyla texts it to me minutes later. Yeah. It's very bizarre. Mm -hmm. So that night... Sunday night. When I was in college, I used to keep my ringer on every night just in case, like, one of my friends need needed me. They were out. Something happened. Because, yeah. like, you never know what's going to happen when you're in a college town. Mm -hmm. And then, like, ever since moving back in with my parents and being down here, there's no reason for me because all my friends are still up in Boulder yeah. or, like, moved away. So there's just no one would call me because right. I'm so far away. So I have not kept my ringer on since. Something told me going to bed, I'm just gonna keep my ringer on tonight just in case. Like, might as well, you know, see if I need it. And lo and behold, you FaceTime me and I, I hear it yep. and you're panicking on the phone. Yep. Yeah, so weird. And I mean, same thing about like this intuition thing. Like, something in my body woke me up. Mm -hmm. Something in my body told me, like, he's not just asleep on the couch. Mm -hmm. And Thank God I went because he, he clearly needed help. Mm -hmm. Like, God knows what would have happened yeah. if I didn't, like, put him to bed on his side. Like, it just was horrible. Mm -hmm. And I'm leaving out a lot of details, but that's, like, <laughs> that's the gist of it. Yeah. So, Sunday night, didn't sleep a wink. Yeah. Didn't sleep at all. Had to be up super early because I, the girl I needed for had to go to school, all this stuff. And then had to stay again last night. And I just, again, like, didn't sleep good. I'm mm -hmm. not in my bed. I was still... You know when you're, like, so overtired that... You can't you sleep. You can't sleep. Mm -hmm. That was me last yeah. night. I was so incredibly exhausted. I just, like, couldn't sleep. Yeah. So, tonight I'm going to sleep like a baby. And Blake is sleeping on the couch. <laughs> the puke stained okay, couch. Okay, can I just say, it is clean. Okay. Everything's cleaned. I, like... If, one, if it's one thing about Skyla you know that it's clean to perfection. Yeah. If one piece of raw chicken touches, touches the <laughs> counter, brand new Scrub Daddy is coming out yep. of the wrapper, scrubbing it for 20 minutes. Yeah, you'll, you won't catch anything no. in my house. Mm -mm. Trust. So <laughs> it's as if nothing ever happened to that couch, I guarantee. 
Girl, let me send you a picture. It is, like, so clean. <laughs> it's cleaner than the rest of the couch. It's, like, so clean. Well, I went out, and I, like, I'm, like, I'm getting this fancy, fancy cleaner, and I'm putting it on your credit card. So I went out and bought the cleaner that I've wanted for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> so I got a present out of this somehow. I don't know. Owen is a win. Out. Yeah. I told him I need more Owen presents. Owen is a win. Oh, my God. Of course. Yeah. So we'll see what else You're I a saint. I told you that, what, <laughs> yesterday? Told, yeah. yeah. I told, or this morning. I don't know. Yeah. We talk like 55,000 times a day. Yep. <laughs> but I, after all of this, when he, we had talked, you know, hours after this had happened, mm. when I, after I went back to bed, I, I was just like, Skyla, you are a saint, and he is so lucky to have you. So lucky to have you. What's so funny is, like, the next day, the friends that he was playing video games with, he was kind of talking to them about the situation, and one of the friends was like, well, they, <laughs> they, they knew that I was, like, gone, so the friend on the phone didn't know I was listening to the phone call, and he's like, well, like, did you get it cleaned up before Skyla got home? And Blake's like, well, she actually came home last night. <laughs> and the friend goes, dude, that girl has a sixth sense when it comes to you. <laughs> she always knows when you're up to no good. I'm like, yeah, damn right I do. It's a woman's intuition. It really it's, is. You just know. I swear, like, you know in your body when something is wrong. Yeah. It's not just like a, oh, I think maybe this could be happening. It's like, no. I immediately had like, my stomach yes, felt sick. Yes, my stomach, yeah. It's in the stomach. You feel sick to your stomach. Yep. And you're like, I didn't do anything to cause, like I didn't eat anything wrong. Something's you know, I'm wrong. not sick. Like, you know when yep. it's time to be like, okay, something's happening. Yep. So having gotten any sleep the last couple days, Blake's in the doghouse. There's my update. <laughs> uh, also, we have to talk about what happened in Glenwood Springs. Oh, yeah. Did you read that article I, I sent did. you? Okay. Which, of course, so last episode we talked about, like, true crime that, around Colorado. Things in Colorado. Mm-hmm. And Glenwood Springs, if you don't know, is a mountain town in Colorado that has hot springs. Mm-hmm. And people normally will go there for the hot springs. I've been there so many times. Same. Mm-hmm. And there's an amusement park up on the top of a mountain which it actually is like such a fun amusement park. yeah i i've never actually been there i see it every time and i want to go because you have to take a gondola all the way yeah, up it's and fun. you can see like something that goes over the edge of the mountain so they this this is the ride this is the ride and i've never done it and i never will do it but i've watched like i've gone up there and watched uh-huh. people do it they strap you in and it literally is like a pendulum and it swings you over the edge of the mountain and you're there's nothing there. Like, you'd free fall, basically. Oh, my God, yeah. And then it swings back. And then Uh, it swings out. I would love to do that. Love Mm. to do that. Never. They also have, like, a mountain coaster up there. So, like, you sit Mm. in, like, a little... You are, like, sitting down this little thing. You hold onto the sides, and it, like, whips you around in the mountain. Oh, my gosh. It's so fun. Yeah, I've only done the springs part, which the springs there are really cool, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I've always wanted to do the amusement park, and I just never did. So fun. But, okay, so I really did a deep dive into this article. Okay, so, tell. They found some guy. Recently, like two days ago. Yeah, dead in this amusement park. So he had snuck in after hours in the middle of the night into this amusement park. And he had brought with him multiple loaded guns and explosives, like bomb explosives like, with him. Like what? And just there in the middle of the night. And when, like... They had found him. He had, like, a self-inflicted gunshot wound. And so 
thankfully nothing had happened but everyone was like this could have been such a big catastrophic event because he could have you know like mass murdered blown up the everyone whole place. yeah but the thing that i kept reading and he had written on the bathroom walls did you see that no he wrote on the bathroom walls i am not a killer i wanted to go into the caves what does that even mean? I think he wanted to blow up like the underground caves in the mountain and like go into the mountain or something. Like he literally wrote that on the bathroom wall. I'm not a killer. I want to... So he is trying to say like that he wasn't doing it to hurt people. But then why would you have all those guns? Right? I don't know. But that I think that is what he was trying to explain the explosives. Then why would he kill himself too? Like I think he was, I mean, troubled clearly. Yeah. I think I think a lot of people I mean a lot of people who do mass shootings end up committing suicide yeah. afterwards. So clearly they are troubled. And so I feel like in this case he just did it before oh anything bad God. happened. But that's weird. I didn't know that. Yeah. But even but authorities were like thank God because not only would it have been like a catastrophic event but the fact that this amusement park is all the way up on the top of a mountain and the only way to get there is on a gondola like could you imagine how long it would take and how hard it would be for like responders or ambulances or anything to get up there they'd have to do like helicopter people out of there yeah. to go to the hospital and stuff because there's yeah. no other way i didn't think about that yeah, that was all in the article. I kept at first I was like, "Oh, this is pretty basic." But then I kept reading and I was like, "Oh my gosh, I didn't realize how like yeah. this is a prime spot. Like if you really wanted to do some damage and like make a statement, doing some, it for something like this yeah, that's would horrible. make a statement because there's no way to get help up there in a reasonable amount of time." Oh, thank God nothing happened. Oh I know. He was God. only 20. Really? He was only I missed 20 years a old. Lot of this article. Uh -huh. I'm the one who sent it to you. I know. <laughs> he was only 20 years old. Oh my god, that's horrible. Mhm. Mm I'm hoping the spooky uh, is over after today. Yeah, and there's just been a lot of weird stuff. Well, I feel like during COVID, a lot of that stuff died down. True. And now that we're really starting to get out of it and normalizing things again, I feel like things are going to start happening, which is really sad. That is sad. But uh <sighs> Well, spooky. spooky okay so what's our topic today Mackenzie? we are gonna talk about fomo Ugh. which i think what <laughs> i was just gonna say i so today blake called me and he was asking he goes what's the topic of the episode today and i said we're gonna talk about fomo and he goes what's that <laughs> what? and i said it's like the fear of missing out and that's why i kind of like give an example i'm like oh like when you know, all of your friends are out at a party and you don't go. You kind of get FOMO. He goes, I've never experienced that. Oh, my God. I'm like, yeah, right. Yes, you have. Everybody has experienced FOMO. I think so, too. Everybody. I think so, too. I do it to myself, though. Oh, same. <laughs> Not all the time, though. No, yeah. <laughs> but there's also FOMO that you can't control and you're like, yeah. what? Yeah. Oh, yeah. type of thing. And I feel like Halloween is a prime example of FOMO. Mm -hmm. And I saw this a lot on TikTok, which I'm glad that a lot of people were normalizing it. That a lot of, even though it's really fun to see everyone's costumes, like we we're talking about, because uh -huh. there's so many really cool costumes this year. Yeah. But then there's also people who have absolutely zero Halloween plans. Zero. Yeah. And so mm -hmm. I remember seeing this one TikTok of someone who said, 
I'm gonna normalize not having any plans on Halloween. And then everyone in the comments said, I'm so happy that, you know, I'm not alone because I don't have any plans this year. I'm just passing out candy or I'm just gonna watch a movie by myself. I didn't get invited to anything. Yeah. So many people in the comments. Yeah. And so it's just an example of like what you see on social media can really be harmful. Mm-hmm. When it comes to FOMO. Well, and that's how I felt, too. Like, I saw a TikTok, and it was this girl just, like, in bed, and she was, like... Like, I low-key love that the whole weekend, this whole weekend. Like, I'm just kind of focusing on myself, and mm -hmm. I'm not getting crazy, and, like, everyone around me is feeling like shit, and I'm feeling good. Because I true. went to bed, and mm -hmm. I was reading my book, and blah, blah, And I felt that way, just because, I mean, all weekend, like, I didn't have any plans mm -hmm. this weekend to really do anything. And, Same. Like, tonight, we're doing one thing. Mm -hmm. But... Um, yeah, at first, when I saw people doing things, I definitely had a little bit of FOMO. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, like, I, I want to go out. I know. But it's okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. the thing that helps me is, like, I did the Halloween weekend when I was in college. Like, yeah. I did the going out, different costumes, like, three days yeah. during the night. And let me tell you, Halloween my freshman year was the first time I've ever thrown up from drinking. <laughs> Ugh. That was when I learned my alcohol limit for the first time, and that was not fun. I had to have my friend call an Uber to put me back in my dorm and, like, walk me into my dorm room and leave because she lived in a different dorm. Like, it wasn't all sunshine and rainbows. Yeah. And, like, it was still really fun. I made a lot of really good memories, but it's, like, it's really not, like as cool as you see on social media and like people really only show the best parts they yeah. really only show the best parts like i remember i took pictures with my friend and i who had made our costumes and the pictures looked like the best part of the night yep you know yeah i just remember not last halloween but the halloween before <laughs> like i had this super cute costume this girl and i were friends and she, we were princess and the frog oh so cute. i was a princess and she was a frog and it was so cute and our plans were to go to like blake's friends were in a frat in boulder mm -hmm. so we were going to their party and like we were all super excited <laughs> blake and i got into a huge fight oh gosh because he tested positive for covid <gasps> He tested positive for COVID, and I was like, sorry, I'm still going to go. <laughs> so I, like, went without him, and he stayed home with COVID. And looking back, I'm like, God, I was such a bitch. Like, I should have just stayed home with him and, like, taken care of him and, you know, been a good girlfriend. But at the time, I was like, no, like, I'm going to go. This is so fun. Mm -hmm. And we got into a huge fight about that. But course on social media it looked like i was just having was it fun though i mean it was fun i think too frat parties are so overrated yeah if you are sitting at home and you are looking on social media seeing like all these college people going to frat parties and thinking it's not that great frat parties really <laughs> are not that fun no they aren't they're and but granted like i have been to some where i've had fun yeah. And I think it's really just who you're with makes yeah. the fun you have. But I've been to frat parties where it's, like, the music is shitty. Mm -hmm. It's, like, 
dirty, smelly, gross. And it's just like, we're in this basement all touching each other. The, like, it's not even fun to dance because this music, like, whoever's on DJing is not yeah. it right now. Well, that's funny you say that because when I went, I was the fun fucking DJ. Were you? So, that sounds so fun. This, okay, so I have to segue <laughs> for a minute. So this specific frat, there was this guy in the frat. I don't even know his name. <laughs> but this specific specific guy in the frat who, like, the first time we had went, he was, like, talking to me, and, like, Blake was clearly sitting next to me, but I thought maybe he's just, like, being nice, and, like, I don't know. I didn't really think anything of it. So he's, like, chatting to me, all this stuff, and basically was asking me, like, what my name was again. Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, what's your name again? Or he didn't say it that way. He said it in a weird way. And my brain had heard, do you want to get a drink? <laughs> No, he had said it in a weird way. Blake would know because Blake like remembers this more than I do. But I thought he had asked if I wanted another one, mm-hmm. and so I was like, "Yeah!" And I like grabbed his hand and I to like go get another drink. And we got over there, and he was like, "I was just asking who your name was again," and it totally embarrassed me. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. That's like super weird story. But then when we went to this frat again, he had, like, recognized me, and he was the teacher. Oh, my gosh. And he, like, pulled me up there, and I was just up there having the time of my life, picking the songs. That was the last time I ever went. <laughs> but. <laughs> that would be yeah. fun. I think it'd be fun to it DJ. It was fun. It'd be so fun to DJ. Because yeah. I would just pick the songs that are nostalgic and people will actually dance to not the ones that like they think sound the coolest because those aren't always fun like I want I don't want songs that are just beats or that is like the newest rap song I want songs that I can sing every single word to yeah and like scream my lungs out and dance yeah that's what makes it fun yeah I agree I agree but yeah I mean back to FOMO I just feel like FOMO ties in with social media for oh, sure. Oh, so like, it, much. Even if like I look so through much. my Instagram, I'm like, oh my god. From an outside perspective, I'm like, this girl has so much fun. But then mm-hmm. I look at every photo, I'm like, well, they wouldn't know that this was happening today, and and I just didn't post about it or mm-hmm. whatever. And that's how it is for everybody. Everybody always just posts like the best moments, and you think that you're missing out on like the best thing ever when really it's not. Well, and I feel like I see myself. If I do go to a party or if I'm doing something fun with a group of people, I always think I have to post something on Instagram. Mm. And I'm not a big Instagram poster, but I like stories are like super easy to post because they're only for 24 hours. So every time I'm out and I'm like, oh my gosh, people have to know that I'm doing something cool. So I always feel the need. And most of the time though, I don't actually post anything because Mm. then I get caught up in what I'm doing and I just want to have fun with what I'm doing but a lot of the times going into whatever event that I'm doing the first thing in my mind is oh I want to get some sort of photo with like as many people as I can so that it looks like I'm cool and that Mm. I'm getting invited to things and I'm doing something fun Mm. and then most of the time I get there and then I forget about it because that's not the point of me going the point is to you know hang out with my friends right but that's always something on my mind. Yeah. It's not much anymore because now I feel like I've just learned to be like, who the fuck what cares? Up. Yeah, whatever. Like, I don't care. I, like, never look at people's socials ever. Like, 
Only yeah. when I'm super, super bored, I'll look. But for the most part, I never look. And if I do, I'm clicking through it pretty fast. Yeah. So I'm like, if I am not caring about what everyone else is doing, then who the fuck is going to care about what I'm doing? Right. So now I don't really care to take photos. The only reason why I take photos is for memories for myself yeah and like most of them i'm not even in them anymore yeah yeah so social media just like it can make you feel like you have to look a certain way too mm-hmm. so that other people think that you're doing cool things yeah exactly i don't know when you're feeling fomo like what do you do to not feel fomo anymore i feel like it's such a hard thing like it's a learning curve yeah. i feel like because there, there have been times when I know something's going to happen and I know that I'm not invited. Mm. I've heard people talking about it, so I know that something's going to happen. So I know that I'm going to feel really shitty going into the night of whatever's happening. And so I used to like stalk social media because I wanted to see what people are doing. And, I want, and then sometimes I'd be like, they got invited and I didn't. Like, why not me? And I think it's just a learning curve that's like, ignorance is so bliss. (laughs) Really, it is. Like, I started muting certain people on social media Mm -hmm. because seeing things that they posted and and what they're doing was hard for me. And it really helped with, like, friends that I'm no longer friends with. But I'm not on super bad terms where I'm like, I'm going to block them on social media and whatever. But friends who are in a friend group that I used to be in and I'm the only one who's not in that friend group anymore I can get serious FOMO and be like I am the only one who's not there who got singled out from this friend group and like why are they all still friends and not me so that's where I can get a lot of FOMO so those certain people I will mute Mm -hmm. their posts because then it's like I'm not being the one to like completely burn the bridge and unfollow them and block them but I also don't have to worry about going on social media and seeing it and getting my feelings hurt yeah that I'm no longer yeah because in the past that would be me I would be in those photos I would be doing what they're doing I would belong Uh and so then like reminiscing and having nostalgia and stuff like really hurts my mental health Mm -hmm. and like questioning myself and my current friendships and being like am I the problem do I need more friends like Am I not doing as fun things with my life? Am I, you know, behind the curve, whatever. So muting stories has been, stories and posts, because you can do that on Snapchat and on Instagram. Um, So I've done that on all social medias that I can so that I just don't see it. And then if I don't see it, then there's nothing to feel out. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely feel like, the minute I deleted Snapchat, my FOMO got better. Mm-hmm. Because people aren't posting... I mean, I feel like personally, on Snapchat, people post anything and everything that yeah. they're doing. Instagram, it's a little more honed in. Like, mm-hmm. they'll post, like, maybe one thing that looks cool mm-hmm. or whatever. But on Snapchat, it's like everyone's posting... And it's raunchy. Everything. It's like... I'm gonna post a video of this person like chugging a beer and then throwing it up like people want to show everything 
everything on Snapchat. Mm -hmm. I never look at Snapchat stories ever. Well, and I never post Snapchat stories either. But yeah. I, in college, I did. Yeah. In college, when I say, like, when I would go somewhere and I'd want to make it known, I would post on Snapchat. Yeah. For sure. Because that's yeah. what everyone did. It's like, you go to a party, post on Snapchat so people can see. Yeah, and so that's why I feel like the minute I deleted Snapchat and I stopped looking, like, I wasn't looking at stories, I wasn't seeing any of that, my FOMO got so much better because I just, I'm not seeing it. Mm -hmm. I'm not analyzing every single photo like oh who's in this photo mm -hmm. is this person in this photo or you know whatever and I would do that so now I'm just like ignorance is bliss I swear yeah and it's hard sight, out of mind. it's hard because you like it's literally so easy to go on social media and check it and see what everyone's but up to. if you actually do it if you actually mute it or you delete it eventually you literally will forget you, you will. will forget like I remember when I first muted this specific friend group that I no longer was friends with I'd catch myself maybe like once a week or every other week going through my following and then searching it just so I could see like what they had recently posted and then I was like why am I doing this I'm going out of my way to make myself feel worse yeah so then I slowly stopped doing that and then now I forget about it and I still to I have no idea what these people are up to really yeah. but we if should. I want to, I can check, you know, because I don't want that bridge to be completely burned and I don't, like, hate them or anything. Mm -hmm. But, so it's there if, you know, if it's been years and I'm like, I just hope they're doing okay or something, then I can always check. But I don't even think twice about it anymore. Yeah. And it has helped me so, so much. Yeah. Another thing that's hard is COVID really messed a lot of things up for a lot of people. And so for me... My freshman year of college was the only full year of college I got to mm -hmm. experience. And it was the middle of my sophomore year when COVID hit and we mm -hmm. had to go home and do it online. And then my junior year was pretty much 100% remote. And like a lot of things weren't happening. You know, people, I remember Hollow Weekend, my so I think my junior year of Hollow Weekend was my friends and I just sat on my front porch and watched as random people would walk by looking for something to do, but there was nothing to do. So people were just walking mindlessly. And so now seeing people in college, I get FOMO and I'm like, my college experience was taken away from me and I didn't get to have as many experiences as these people are having and that's not fair. Yeah. And that's what really messes me up with FOMO. Like I can mute certain people and like stay off social media so that I'm like just focus on what I'm doing right now because like whatever anyone else is doing right now doesn't matter but for some reason when it comes to seeing the college stuff that'll always give me a FOMO because I can never get that back mm -hmm. like I can go out to, I can go out to five parties next Halloween and like not have a Halloween FOMO you know or I could go to a wedding or a birthday party or something that I didn't go to the year before and you can kind of like you know, make your own story to where you won't, like, have FOMO, but when it comes to college, it's not like, I, I mean, I could always go back, but it's not the same. I'm 23 years old. Yeah. It's not the same when I'm 18 and I'm on my own for the first time and learning how to drink and making friends and doing all that yeah. dumb, silly stuff. Not the same. That's what's really hard for me. Yeah, I bet. I am a homebody, mm -hmm. pretty much, and I don't find joy in, like, going crazy mm -hmm. it's just not my thing mm -hmm. I've never been like that so I 
definitely feel it, but maybe about like other things other than like partying, partying and drinking and stuff. Like, I'm trying to think of an example. I don't know. Sometimes when I see on social media, um, just like on TikTok, like random people posting about like, oh, like we took a girl, fun girls trip mm-hmm. to the mountains. We took a fun girls trip to the beach and it's like a group of like five girls all just like hanging out and taking trips together that's what i get fomo about i do too because i'm like i don't think i'll ever experience that (laughs) having a a girlfriend group is really hard yeah because i mean i've been in you know my fair share of girlfriend groups and it's hard for them to last long term Mm -hmm. and it's also hard because people move away yeah, and, and just grow apart. Grow apart. Like, I don't live where I went to high school. Yeah. And I had a friend group in college. I had, like, a couple different ones. And then as soon as you graduate, people, like, move back to their home state or they mm-hmm. move where they get a job all over the place. And so it's, like, how are these people having these girlfriend groups that are sustainable and that I are know. lasting? It's, like, oh, I would love to have a core group of girls like that yeah. that I can just text and make it out of the group chat and be like let's go on a fun little girls trip yeah I definitely I mean on here I've talked about my struggle with friendships and stuff and I just I just have such a hard time with friends and then I Mm -hmm. just see like all these like fun girl groups and I'm like I one have never experienced that and I I don't think I will but and that's okay because that's it's okay but I definitely get FOMO about that for sure. I'm like, hmm, I want a fun girl group. I know. But but then you also have to put it in perspective that not everything's as it seems. That's my thing is like I see that and I start to get FOMO and then I'm like, well, you never know. They could all be fighting on this trip. Mm-hmm. Like there could be major drama that they're not putting out and everything's just not as it seems. Mm-hmm. And you never know like what's going on. And you know, you could, that friend group could be leaving somebody out. Right. And they're sitting at home having FOMO and you know, that's not fair. Yeah. You have to put it in perspective too, that there's also people sitting at home that don't have this like there's way more people than you think because those people aren't on social media being like hey I'm in my bed by myself <laughs> yeah I don't have a I don't have you know go to friend groups so it's like it's not as normalized but there's so many people out there who who yeah. are just like you who is just like trying to find their way in the world and I like to also think if I feel you know nostalgic about not having this core group of people There's also quotes I've seen that say, you'll be lucky if you get one real best friend Mm -hmm. in your lifetime. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, you know, you're my best friend. And I've said before that, like, we just have, like, a really special relationship. And it's like, these people who might have these big friend groups might have five of them, five girls in this group, but not one of them is super special. Yeah, I agree with that. It's like... Okay, you can have this giant group of girlfriends that assert it's like a surface level friendship. Mm-hmm. And that's great. But there's a difference in having like your true best friend mm-hmm. and that's more special than I agree. surface level friends. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I have plenty I have, you know, friends that I'm like, this is a good 
like group of people to go out with Mm -hmm. and then you know I come back home and I'm like that was really fun to do every like once in a while Mm -hmm. and have these party friends or have these friends that are for these reasons and then you know I can come back home and back to reality and have a core person or core couple of people that like keep you sane keep you humble you you can do anything with it's just like yeah Mm -hmm. yeah I yeah and even like some people don't even have that and Mm -hmm. so I have to remind myself like I I have something that a lot of people have FOMO with or a lot of people are wishing so Mm -hmm. I shouldn't be feeling sorry for myself or I shouldn't be getting down in the dumps Mm -hmm. from what I'm seeing because I have something special too that not a lot of people have right I agree I completely agree Something that is kind of new that I feel like I might get FOMO about is I am going to take a break from drinking. Mm. And I've been thinking about it for a while just because I know how bad it is for me. And I just, I don't, it's just, I don't love to drink. Mm -hmm. I drink because it's like a social thing, but... I don't love to drink. I hate feeling like shit in the morning. I absolutely hate it. And then just like with everything going on, like in my personal life with drinking and then just like a lot of that, I've kind of been thinking about it a lot more recently. Like Mm -hmm. maybe I should take a break and see how I feel. And I've decided that I'm going to do that. But I'm worried that me not drinking is going to give me FOMO about like the cabin well yeah okay so like we're going to like me and Mackenzie and like a group of our friends us being like we don't have a group of friends (laughs) (laughs) they're not they're like more like Blake's friends we love them shout out yeah I know you guys are listening yeah I know shout out to them (laughs) we love them for sure it's like Blake's guy friends and like their Their girlfriends love them Mm -hmm. love hanging out with them as a group I know that's so like but the thing is, is they're new friends they for are, us. They're, new, they're friends. new friends for us. It's not like this is our core group for years that we do like all these trips with that we're right. talking about. But it is a new group of friends new for us. New group and love them. Maybe they are our core group. You That'll be know. silly. Never know. Will we make it out of the group chat to like Florida? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know because we're just going a couple hours away for this yeah. trip. So we're just going to a cabin for a weekend. It's like my birthday and then the other two boyfriends. We all have birthdays in November. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like a birthday cabin trip, whatever. And People are going to listen to this and be like, those phonies. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopsie. <laughs> um, but <laughs> with the not drinking that I've decided, I'm this cabin trip, I'm like, well, am I going to feel FOMO even though I'm there? Like, I'm going to be there, but I'm not going to be drinking. So am I going to be feeling left out of that? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm a little anxious about the cabin, but I just feel like it needs to be done, the no drinking thing. But it'll be a test, though, if you if you do want to kind of go on a little journey of not yeah. drinking, then you're going to be in situations where people around you are drinking. I know. So it's like this will be a test of... Yeah. It'll be good. That and you I, can do not it. Not even, like, specifically this trip, but just, like, in general, I'm just, like, a lot of things... It's like, oh, we can do this, and we'll have drinks. Mm-hmm. It's just like such a normal thing people is. do is get drinks. And I'm like, well, I need to not have FOMO about that. Mm-hmm. I need to remember that they're going to be feeling like poo-poo in the morning, and I'm going to be feeling just fine, and it'll all be good. And it's 
it's actually called something. It's called like sober curious. Oh. So it's like, it's like I specifically do not have a problem with alcohol. People around me do. Mm -hmm. And so that in itself has made me question like, do I want to act like that? Do Mm -hmm. I want to be like that? Whatever. So that it's called being sober curious where you don't necessarily have a problem with it. You're good with or without. You just think maybe, like, you kind of are questioning what is alcohol bringing to your mm-hmm. life? What does it bring you? Mm-hmm. Does it bring you anything good? And you can make a pros and cons list of, like, that kind of stuff. And so, yeah, tangent. But it's called being sober curious, and I'm going to do it. But I am worried about it giving me FOMO. I did it for a year. Do you know that? I think you did tell me that. I... When I got my GERD diagnosis, (laughs) I have, it's not that bad anymore, but for a period of my time while I was in college, I had a really weird acid reflux flare up to the point where I thought I was dying every single day because I felt like I couldn't breathe and I was having heart attacks every day. Very, honestly, very traumatic for me. (laughs) I lost a ton of weight because I was scared to eat or like have anything trigger like my chest hurting and me feeling like I was dying so I cut so many things out of my diet including soda and even to this day I don't drink soda yeah or anything bubbly and then with that I cut out alcohol because alcohol can be a trigger for acid reflux so when I was like in this state where I had to like kind of cure my body of all that acid that had formed it was mostly from like stress and anxiety had built up all of this stuff in my system so I kind of had to cure it for a little bit I didn't drink alcohol for maybe like a year a year and a half and I would go out and like not drink yeah and I wasn't 21 at the time so it wasn't like I was like I was you know having to go out to these bars or whatever but if I would go to parties with my friends or get-togethers or any little thing that people would drink I was the only one who wasn't drinking and it actually was not as bad as I thought it was gonna be it was because I still had fun because like I I feel like it's the people that you surround yourself with yeah is what matters well also it's your mindset if you have this mindset where it's like I can only have fun and get silly after a few drinks not a good mindset well and if it's like in order for me to have fun with these people, I need to get drunk. It's in, like, you're with the wrong people. Yeah. Like, okay, for the cabin, I can totally be around all of those people stone cold sober and have the best time. Yeah, I was sober the last time we went because I was driving. Yeah. And, and I was, it was it's fine. It's still so fun. Yeah. And so I'm, I know it'll be okay. It's just a new thing. 